Oxygen absorbed into the mother's bloodstream enters the baby's blood and can cause numerous complications both during and after the birth for both the mother and the baby. Cost The rising cost of cigarettes is, bizarrely enough, not usually sufficient to trigger to prompt people into giving up smoking, no matter how dire their financial situation. Smokers have an extraordinary way of justifying their dependence by labelling cigarettes as a necessity item in their minds. Therefore, cigarettes are ranked with food, clothes, petrol, etc. as a necessity, something that you can't possibly survive without. The majority of smokers refuse to register that they would be hundreds, possibly even thousands of pounds better off at the end of the year if they did not smoke. Imagine what that totals over a 50-year smoking career. Because to a smoker, it is like working out how much same you could make if you didn't eat, a fruitless task. Therefore, the cost alone is rarely a major factor when people give up smoking, although the savings will quickly become apparent. Social problems. The increasing social stigma attached to smoking, because everyone is aware of the dangers and they know you know, makes smokers increasingly aware that they are practicing a revolting and antisocial habit. This point was really brought home to me one day when I was having my mid-morning cigarette on the office steps. I was unsuspectingly standing there, unaware that someone might as well have stuck a notice on my forehead that read, Lecture me, I'm a smoker. Actually, I think the real giveaway was the cigarette drooping from my hand and large clouds of unpleasant smelling smoke issuing from my mouth. Anyway, in the time it had taken me to smoke a cigarette, just under five minutes, I had received two lectures from complete strangers on the dangers of smoking. From that moment on, I became increasingly aware of the disapproving looks I received in public places. Have you noticed children point you out to their parents in the street? Perhaps your own children complain about your habit. Do people comment on the smell when you re-enter the office after a quick puff? If you can answer yes to any of these questions, then you will be perfectly aware that smoking is an antisocial habit, and a lot of people despise it. This knowledge may make you more determined than ever not to give up, believing yourself to be exercising your right as a free citizen to smoke. This is a foolhardy approach. You are not going to be doing anyone any favours or proving your point if you go on to develop lung cancer, heart disease, bronchitis or any other of the smoking-related diseases. Smoking is also gradually being forced out of the workplace. Increasingly, smoking is banned within the vicinity of the building, so you can't even loiter on the steps having a puff. Instead, you have to go and hide behind a bush in the rain. Worse than this, smoking may actually jeopardise your career if you happen to be a sportsman or woman. Just look at the fuss kicked up about Gazza's 20-a-day habit and his subsequent removal from the England World Cup team. Therefore, simply for the sake of convenience, it would actually be far easier not to be a smoker. Smoking is ruling my life. How long each day do you spend looking for your cigarettes and lighter and making sure that you always have sufficient quantities on you for the day or evening or journey? How often have you got dressed again and gone to that late-night garage just because you fancy a cigarette and have run out? Have you ever made detours from your route, or wandered around aimlessly and grumpily attempting to find a newsagent or a bar or anywhere that sells cigarettes? Wouldn't it be nice not to be late for work simply because you had to buy some fags so that you could have one for your mid-morning coffee break? How many times have you furiously attempted to make that lighter work, or scrabbled around for a live match in utter desperation, cursing the person who put all the dead ones back in the box, at the thought that you may be unable to light your cigarette? The panic induced by each of these scenarios, which crop up all the time, increases your daily stress and worry. 
Cigarettes govern your life. They are always in the back, if not the front, of your mind, often seeming more important than remembering your car keys or your wallet. Wouldn't it be nice to be free of these shackles and not to have your life ruled by anything as ridiculous as dried up bits of plant soaked in chemicals and rolled up in paper? At this stage, take some time to think about your real reasons for giving up. Write them down, starting with what you see to be your most important motivation. Your list may look something like the following. Health. Nagging worry and guilt about smoking-related diseases and premature death. Fitness. I would like to feel generally healthier, not get breathless after minimal exercise. Cost. I can't afford to smoke and I would rather spend the money I save on a holiday or some new clothes, etc. Convenience. My life would be much easier without cigarettes. I don't want to be a slave to nicotine, always worrying about where my next cigarette is coming from.